like, you know, he's trying to be the good boyfriend, the good fiance, the good, the good new husband. It's like, yeah, sure. I guess I'll have some more. And then you end up having to be rolled out of there feeling just miserable. Episode 787 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, walking the holiday food high wire. guys, uh, today's episode of the show is brought to you by my friends over at Knuckleites. They've been a, a longtime friend, partner, sponsor of the show, and uh, I've been a longtime user of their product because I really, really like it. Uh, you know, if, if you're running in the dark, whether it's before work, after work, before sunrise, after sunrise, uh, whatever it is, if it's dark out there, uh, it's kind of important to have something that you can see. And even if you're like me and you run in a neighborhood where there's plenty of streetlights, uh, a lot of times the cars that are driving by at uh, at those dark hours, whether it's zero dark 30 a.m. or zero dark 30 p.m., you know, I mean, drivers are distracted as it is. And if they're not kind of looking for, for pedestrians, not kind of looking for people out and about, it's easy to miss them. And uh, you don't need me to tell you that cars versus humans uh, advantage cars, right? So, you know, this time of year, obviously with the holidays approaching, but any time of year, I mean, we want to get home safe. We, we got, we, we want to get our runs in, of course, but we've got, we've got things to live for outside of just our running. And one of the best ways to make sure that you get home safely is to make sure that you're seen if you're out there running the roads. And so, uh, if you're like me and you don't really like the feel of a headlamp and you certainly don't like to carry a flashlight, Knucklelights is the perfect solution because it's, it's basically, it's a flashlight that straps around the outside of your hand around the knuckles. Eh, you know, clever, clever naming there, uh, but it straps around the outside of your hand. And when you, when you turn that, that light on, uh, when you, when you turn the knuckle lights units on, um, I mean, it, it lights up the path in front of you. It certainly makes you visible to any cars that are approaching. Uh, it, it really allows you to see what's on the road or on the path in front of you and, and be seen by the cars coming, you know, coming your way. So, uh, you know, make sure you get home safely, have a, have a pair of knuckle lights. They're great for, uh, you know, if there's, if the power goes out and you need to do stuff around the house, you know, they're, they're my hurricane lights. Uh, they're my running lights. Um, they're my, Putzing around on the car sometimes if I'm if I'm doing something and the, the light in the garage isn't great uh, I can set up a knuckle light right there whether I'm using it on my hand or just setting it next to me uh, they, they my knuckle lights are kind of my do everything flashlight they, I I love them so you know and and the beauty is if you're running and you're trying to carry a dog leash carry a water bottle things like that your hands are still free but you still have that light going and you don't have that bulky headlamp thing on your forehead either so uh, if you're if you're in the market if you need a good light you don't like your headlamp or you, you need one anyway. Uh, definitely check out knuckle lights, whether it's for the holiday season, you know, something underneath the tree, uh, or just, you know, one of those necessity items that we should have for, for our running safety. Uh, I, I don't think you can do a, lot, a whole lot better than knuckle lights. So, uh, check them out, knucklelights.com. Let them know you heard about it here on the show. Um, and, uh, let me know how you like them because as, as I've gotten lots of good reports from folks that have tried knuckle lights, uh, after hearing it on the show. And I always love to pass those notes along to, uh, to, to Dan and, uh, and, and the team over there at knucklelights.com HQ. So, uh, thank you to knuckle lights for continuing to support the show. And thank you all for continuing to support the sponsors that support the show. So now without any further ado, let's go ahead and, and get, uh, get onto the task at hand. So today kind of talking about the, the dietary, the food high wire act, the balancing act, if you will, that is this time of year, uh, at least this time of year in the States, because we've got, we've got our American Thanksgiving is, is coming right, you know, coming right around the corner as this episode goes out, we're a couple weeks out from Thanksgiving. And then we're going right into the, the Christmas, Hanukkah, holiday festivities that tend to pop up all over the place, not only on the, the day itself, but family parties, work parties, social parties. There's all kinds of things that are going on between now and the end of the year. Of course, New Year's parties as well. Um, and all of these parties, all of these festivities, all of these gatherings 
tend to be a bit indulgent, tend to have a lot of food, uh, a lot of, of calorie-dense food that may or may not, probably typically not, be uh, also nutrient-dense. So it's a lot of empty calories. Um, and and for, for any of us, you know, that's, that's, as being active people, as being runners, people that care about our, our health and our fitness and our running goals, you know, the dietary piece is a piece of that puzzle. And so one thing I do want to make clear, I'm not advocating that you abstain. I'm not, I'm not, uh, insinuating in any way, shape or form that you need to be at a certain weight or lose a certain, none of those things are, are on the table here. The reason I'm, I'm coming, kind of trying to walk this, this high wire act of, of bridging this topic to help you potentially walk the high wire act of, of staying on track with your, with your food game, uh, over the holidays is that I know that there's some folks that are trying to maintain weights, possibly trying to lose a couple pounds before the start of the year. And I know there's folks like myself that have races in early January. I mean, y'all know that I'm running at the Disney, you know, the goofy challenge, the, the first, uh, I guess it's the second weekend, but it's the first full week of January at Walt Disney world. We got a half and a full. And so it's kind of important to me to stay on track with my diet over the holidays because you know, that's, that's kind of peak training season, right? Right around the Christmas, the Christmas holiday, uh, December 25th. Like that's a big time, you know, that's like peak mileage weeks, uh, you know, the week before the week of, and so, you know, maintaining good health, maintaining good eating habits is kind of important for those of us to have early January races or even early February. You're still doing some pretty heavy mileage, some pretty heavy training, uh, during that holiday period. So how do you kind of stay on track? How do you kind of keep your, your food game on point while still allowing some indulgences? Cause let's not kid ourselves. During the holiday season, whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's it's Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever whatever holidays, New Year's parties, whatever things that you might be celebrating uh, over the next six or eight weeks, there's going to be some food, there's going to be some some calories, there's going to be some beverages possibly being consumed, um, and that's okay. You know, that's that's the first thing. It is okay to indulge a little bit over the holidays. It's, shoot, it's okay to indulge a little bit in March, right? It's it's okay to indulge any time. Anytime your food game gets, you know, anytime that, that your food routine, I guess, better way of saying it, gets thrown for a little whack, it's okay to indulge. It's okay to to have an extra treat, all right? The trick in any situation, maybe magnified a little bit between, you know, the, the Halloween candy that maybe you're still stealing from your kids at this point, the Thanksgiving feasting that, that's probably right around the corner, and then, a, you know, a whole month of Christmas treats and goodies and snacks and things at the office and, and New Year's parties, um, is to not let it snowball, to not let it get out of hand, uh, to where you're just, you're just eating all of the things for no good reason other than the fact that it's there, um, and that's where things really go off track. So if you're trying to kind of walk that, that thin line between celebrating, enjoying, having time with, with friends and family, um, indulging in some of those, those holiday treats, but not going overboard. That's what we're trying to get to today. And, and today's episode is all focused on, on kind of the food side of things. Now, if you're, if you're worried about your training, you know, maybe, maybe you are running a Disney race or you're running something in, in somewhere in January, early February, and you've got some serious training that needs to happen over the holiday period. And you're kind of worried about how to stay on track with your, with your running, stay on track with your training over the holidays. Uh, I'll point you back to an episode from last year, episode 652. You scroll back through the, through your feed or just go to disruns.com slash 652. Uh, you can find me talking about the training side of navigating through the holidays today, though, talking about the food side of navigating through the holidays. So the, the biggest thing in my mind that we can all do 
probably possibly should all do when it comes to staying on track with with your with your intake with your food staying staying you know you don't have to walk perfect you don't have to be on the perfect straight and narrow but avoid from things really going crazy and you just me just let me let me let me not throw anybody else under the bus the the thing that i do to keep myself on track with the diet with the food with with my normal eating plan through from now until the end of the year is be prepared i i feel like that's the most important thing that i can do to stay successful with my diet and so if that's something that, that's a concern for you maybe that's something that you need to worry about doing or, or try to think about doing is is preparing now for the next six or eight weeks of the year again this is coming out the middle of november Right before American Thanksgiving and all the December holidays, how do you stay on track? You be prepared, and be prepared comes in a few different few different categories. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm focusing most of the attention for the rest of the episode is is different areas that you can prepare yourself to be successful to stay to stay on that high wire to indulge a little bit, but not go too far, but also not abstain and not totally restrict yourself and, and make it miserable that you can't have. The, the special cookies or the special cakes or the, the, all the things on Thanksgiving or whatever it is for you. So for me, I, I'm going to mostly talk about myself, not because I'm that guy that likes to talk about myself, but because I'll throw myself under the bus and, and, and let you kind of hopefully learn from some of my maybe mistakes or my examples and figure out how to apply those for yourself. So like I said, be prepared. How does that look in the first way? Have a plan, have a plan. So if you don't have a plan for kind of how you're going to stay on track, how you're going to live, how you're going to eat, what you're going to eat, when you're going to eat it, it's real easy to just kind of start grazing, especially when there's stuff on the counter, there's stuff on the break room at work. Uh, there's, there's just all kinds of, you know, there's the random Christmas candies and, and things like that that are just kind of setting out. You just, it's, it's pretty easy to start mindlessly eating unless you have a plan that you're following. So for me, my plan to stay on track with my with my diet, with my food choices, uh, with with my training as well, because that's that's all part of it as well. Even though again we're not getting specific into the training today, uh, my my plan is is pretty much in in it's pretty much in place, and it's pretty much the same thing that I do all the time. So you know I'm going to do my best to stick with the high fat, low carb type of of way of eating. Um, am I going to be perfect at it? No. Probably not. Am I going to maybe indulge a little bit here and there? And we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, probably. But for the most part, for the vast majority of, of every day between now and January, but really between now and as far as I can tell, I'm going to stick to my plan. I'm going to, I'm going to err on the side of lower carbs. I'm going to err on the side of, of intermittent fasting. So I'm going to, for most days, probably not eat until at least noon preferably closer to two or three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to wrap up my eating window by seven or eight o'clock at night. So I'm eating for somewhere between four and eight hours a day. And that's it. Um, mostly fat, a few carbs, uh, try to have the healthier carbs when I, when I can, but sometimes when I'm going to splurge, I'm going to, I'm going to plan for when I'm going to splurge. That's part of my key for success. Thanksgiving day. Guess what? It's on. It's on to the break of dawn. Once I start, I probably won't start eating until noon, one o'clock to whenever we have our, whenever we sit down for our big Thanksgiving meal, that's probably the first time I'll eat that day. But when I, when I sit down to eat, bring it, bring it. Yeah. I'll have the Turkey or the ham or whatever, whatever it is that we decide to have, hopefully Turkey. Cause I'm a traditionalist, but you know, I'm, I'm flexible. Um, but I'm going to have the potatoes. I'm going to have maybe a little bit of stuffing. I'm going to have, um, the green bean casserole, 
You know, I, I'm probably not going to have the, the dinner rolls because those, those aren't a special thing to me. Those aren't that important to me, but I'm going to have the cranberry sauce. You better believe I'm going to have the cranberry. I'm going to have seconds and thirds on the cranberry sauce. If there's a decent looking apple pie, which there better be. And Rebecca, you know, you're starting to listen to these quick tip episodes. So, you know, I'm not laying down the gauntlet, but, uh, you know, if you love me, you might want to make sure that there's, or, or, or at least I'll make sure one of us needs to make sure that there's an apple pie there. Um, I'm probably going to have apple pie. Might have seconds and thirds on the apple pie. Might even top it off with a little bit of ice cream. Who knows? Might get crazy. But my plan is to get crazy on Thanksgiving Day. Right? My plan on Black Friday is to get right back on track. Yeah, there's going to be leftovers. Yeah, there'll be things available. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feast on. Th- my feast is on Thanksgiving. You know, maybe I'll do something similar on Christmas. I don't know. We got to got to figure out what our Christmas family plans are. But. You know, I'm not, if we're going to have multiple Christmas dinners, which we probably will, because there'll be one with my family. There'll be one with Rebecca's family. There may be a Christmas party or two that we go to. I'm not going crazy at all of them. I'll pick the one or maybe I'll pick none. I don't know, but I'm going to have a plan in place before I go anywhere of what I'm going to do. Try you know, am I going to stick to the normal routine? Am I going to veer off a little bit? Thanksgiving, I'm veering way off. Otherwise, for the most part, I'm sticking to my plan. Um, again, am I going to be perfect? Am I going to, am I going to misstep along the way? Yeah. I'll probably have a piece of fudge at some point. Might have a Christmas cookie here or there. Um, you know, I might get suckered into another piece of apple pie on Christmas day. If, if we have one around, um, but for the most part, I'm going to stick to my plan. And so I would encourage you to to come up with some type of plan for you, whether it's the normal routine. These are the days I'm going to splurge. These are the the meals I'm going to splurge on, whatever the case might be have a plan in place to kind of help you help you kind of put up some guide rails to, to stay on track, to stay on the, on the, on the high wire, to balance on the wire when it comes to navigating the, the food choices and the, and the food plenty that is available on, on and around the holiday season. Step two, be prepared for the pushback. Be prepared for people giving you some crap that you're abstaining from certain things. All right. Like I already know that I'm going to get some pushback from, from my family of like, why, why you run so much. You're training for a marathon. You can, you can, you can eat. Yeah, I know I can eat. I can eat whether or not I'm training for a marathon. I can eat whether or not I'm logging 40 or 50 miles this week. My plan is to eat like I normally would. It doesn't matter that it's, you know, December 14th and we're at some holiday party. Or that it's December 27th and we're at a family get together on that day. It doesn't matter. I'm sticking with my normal plan. But there's going to be resistance. There's going to be people trying to tell me to eat. Um, you know, Rebecca's grandmother, when she was still alive, rest her soul, you couldn't go to her house for a meal, especially for a holiday meal, and think you were going to get away with just having normal amounts of food and not get some pushback. Oh, my goodness. Mamma was, was a saint. She was a, a, an angel in the kitchen, too. No doubt about it. But man, you, you have, you know, you had your, your first plate and you went back and, and filled up for seconds and now you're stuffed and it was delicious. Oh, Denny, your plate's empty here. And she'd like start passing stuff to you. Mama, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not hungry. No, no, you need to eat more. No, I don't. First few years that I was part of the family or, or beginning to become part of the family and, and, and attending family gatherings. It's like, you know, you're trying to be the good boyfriend, the good fiance, the good, the good new husband. It's like, yeah, sure. I, I guess I'll have some more. And then you end up having to be rolled out of there feeling just miserable. 
because you ate too much because you're just giving you like I gave in to the pushback. I gave in to the no, I'm full. No, have more. Okay. Not anymore. Not anymore. I'm prepared for the pushback. I'm prepared for people to, to oh, but you're so, you know, you've lost too much weight or, or you, you need to eat or whatever. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm good. I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold my ground when the pushback comes. I'm going to, you know, if I, if I decide to have something extra, if I decide to have a, a, a special something or indulge a little bit or go for seconds, that's, that's me making that decision. I'm not going to give into that familial peer pressure or somebody else's peer pressure saying, no, you need to have more. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm okay with the pushback. I'm prepared for it. I would encourage you to be prepared for it as well, especially if your plan is to go to this party and not really eat anything because, you know, it's a mid-afternoon party and you had a big lunch because there was a work thing or whatever. You know, you know what I'm getting at here. Have your plan. Do your best to stick with it. But be prepared for people to kind of be pushing against it a little bit along the way. Last but not least, when it comes to being prepared, bring your own. Bring your own. What does that mean? Well, you and I have all been to those holiday parties where you go there and then there's like nothing there that you want to eat. Nothing there that, that maybe you're celiac or you have a gluten sensitivity and everything that is there is a gluten food. Or, you know, you're trying to abstain from, from alcohol or, you know, you don't like alcohol and every drink that's there is an alcoholic beverage. Whatever the case might be, we've all been to those parties where, there's some type of restriction or preference or thing that we have that isn't met by the food choices, by the drink choices that are at the party. So bring your own, bring your own. If you know that you're trying to stay on track, you know that today is not uh, an indulgence day. Today is just one of those, one of those gatherings that I'm going to, but I'm, I'm holding the line today. I'm staying on track with, with my intake. Uh, I'm eating my normal foods today, my normal diet today. And you don't think that any of those things are going to be there, then bring something for yourself. I mean, for the most part, you go to most of these parties and they, they you know, it's, it's only polite to bring something with you, right? Whether it's a bottle of wine, whether it's a, a, a fruitcake, uh, whether it's a, a, you know, a batch of cookies, whatever people always bring something to these parties. Well, nothing says you have to bring stuff that you're not going to enjoy. Nothing says you have to bring something that, that, fits the, the quote unquote holiday food stereotype of sugary, unhealthy, empty calorie type of things, right? If I'm going to a party and we're supposed to bring something and I'm worried that there's not going to be anything for me to eat, then maybe I'm bringing the cheese platter or I'm bringing the, the shrimp cocktail or I'm bringing the charcuterie tray or whatever. I'm bringing something that I know that I can eat because A, that's going to help me stay on track because I'm not going to have only options that are things that I don't really care for. B I'm going to be able to still eat, which then makes it less likely that I'm going to cave into some of the other temptations. If I don't want to cave into those temptations and C, it's going to help eliminate some of that pushback by everybody else at the party. It's like, dude, why aren't you eating anything? Cause you know, it, it just saying that I don't eat the shit that you're eating doesn't go over real well. You know, that, that goes over like a lead balloon. Right. But if, if you have a plate in your hand and you've got some cheese on it, maybe a piece of shrimp and, and whatever, whatever different, some salami or some, something like that, that's there that for me fits what I eat. Maybe that stuff isn't for you, but it, it works for me. Then nobody says anything. Nobody gives you any crap. You know, if, if you don't like having all of the, the fruity drinks and you bring something that works for you, you bring a bottle of wine or some water or whatever, 
and you have your cup and it's filled up. Nobody says, hey, can I get you? No, oh, you already got a drink. All right, cool. Thanks. So if there's something that you're trying to avoid, whether it's temptations or just things that there are there that you probably can't eat, don't be afraid to bring your own. Don't be afraid to bring your own. And you can even make it look like you're bringing it for everybody, but you know that it's there for you for the most part. And if anybody else wants to have some, great, that's fine. But you know you're taking care of yourself. Last but not least, when it comes to walking the, the tightrope that is navigating through the, the holiday food season, I mentioned this at the, at the top, kind of hinted at it throughout, but don't be afraid to treat yourself, but do so intentionally. That's, that's really the key. All right. Like I said, there's going to be, there's going to be all kinds of options. There's going to be the, the cookies that show up at, at the office or at the house, uh, there's, there's the candies, there's the, there's the, you know, the holiday themed Snickers and the holiday themed M&Ms and, and all of the different things that start to show up between now and the new year. And more often than not, at least in, in the circles that I've always run in, those things just kind of hang out on the counter. They're kind of always there beckoning for you. So when you go into, to, you know, you walk past the break room to, to get a cup of water or go to the bathroom and you're on your way back, you're like, oh yeah, let me grab one of these. That's where you can really get off track in the holidays and quite frankly, any time of year when it comes to your diet is that kind of mindless grazing, grabbing, having a little something here and there. If you're going to treat yourself, well, back up. If you're, if you're trying to really walk the line, if you're trying to really stay on the, on the high wire of enjoying the holidays and enjoying some of the treats that come with it, but not going crazy with empty calorie intake, I do believe one of the best things you can do is treat yourself intentionally. So pick those one or two things that, that matter most. You know, I said earlier, I'm going to probably still pass on the dinner rolls on Thanksgiving because I don't really care about a dinner roll. That's not something that's, that has like this, this deep thing for me, but the apple pie, my Nana made the best apple pie and my Nana's not here anymore. So I'm not having any of Nana's apple pie. And nobody, nobody, no offense to my mother-in-law, to my wife, to my mom, nobody makes an apple pie like Nana made an apple pie. They probably do, but just, you know, there's that, that emotional attachment, right? There's, there's that, there's that little bit in me that's just like, oh, Nana's apple pie, best thing ever. When I have an apple pie, when I have a, I'm not going to have a whole apple pie. When I have a slice or two or three of apple pie on Thanksgiving, it's not just the apple pie but it's, it's that little touch, that little, that little piece of my Nana. That's, that's, that I'm reliving, right? So that's something I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to say no to that. I'm going to be very intentional about having that apple pie. But if there is a, I don't know if there's, if there's a cherry pie that's there, I'm not going to have a slice. I, I have no connection to cherry pie. I like cherry pie. It's delicious. I, I used to really enjoy it when I was eating a lot more sweets and, and carbs. But it wouldn't be an, you know, if I just go somewhere and have some cherry pie, like, eh, whatever, like, eh. but anytime I have an apple pie, there's a little piece of Nana that comes back, you know? So I'm intentional about my treats. I'm intentional about my sweets. The things I really enjoy, Nana's apple pie. Maybe a little bit of good fudge, especially around Christmas time. My mother-in-law usually makes some good fudge. Um, I might indulge on those things a little bit. 
If there's a gingerbread cookie, eh, I don't care about gingerbread. I've eaten it before, but it's, it doesn't, it's not a special thing. So I'll, I'll pass on the gingerbread and I'll take on the fudge or the apple pie. So in case you haven't figured out what I'm trying to say here, because I think I've probably said it about three or four times, pick out those one or two or five, whatever those, those, whether they're traditions, whether they have special emotional attachments to you, like my apple pie does, whatever it is, when it comes to holiday foods and holiday treats and sweets, unless you have some deep connection to the, the, the holiday wrap Snickers, like pass on the holiday wrap Snickers. But if there's something special, if there's, if there's, if you're, if you're, you know, if your grandpa always had a Werther's original in his pocket and he always gave you one when you were a kid and that, and that helps bring you back and, and, and have those warm memories, then skip the Snickers and have a Werther's, you know, be intentional about it. Don't just have a Werther's every day, but maybe on Christmas, on Christmas day, or when you're, you know, after the kids have, have gone to bed on Christmas Eve and you're just kind of sitting around waiting for, waiting to go to bed yourself, have a couple Werther's and enjoy that. Be intentional about it. Treat yourself, but do it intentionally. So that is, that is, that, those are my suggestions for balancing the, the food, the holiday food high wire act. I hope that was helpful. I hope that that makes sense. Um, it's okay to indulge. It's okay to enjoy. And you don't have to justify it by saying, well, I ran six miles this morning, so now I can eat all the things I want or eight miles or 12 miles, whatever. Eat what you want. Indulge this holiday season if you want, but do so intentionally, do so mindfully. And if you do that, you'll be fine. You'll be just fine walking that tightrope and you'll be just fine starting the new year. Once we get past all the holidays, right where you want to be, whether you're training for a race or getting back at it or whatever it is, be intentional this holiday season when it comes to your food choices and everything else kind of, kind of, will just go ahead and take care of itself. So that is today's quick tip. Uh, what do you think? Did I, did I toe the line well enough? Did I, did I beat around the bush too much? Did I, did I say anything that was really foolish? I don't know, but you let me know. If there's something that stood out to you, let me know at DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram. You can also send an email, DizRuns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes today, which you can find at DizRuns.com slash 787. Take you right back there to the show notes. We got memes. We got GIFs. We got all the things. We got my all-time favorite GIF in the world. Um is in the show notes today. So you can, you can check it out. See if you can figure out which one it is. Dizruns.com slash seven, eight, seven. And until next time, don't forget to, uh, be intentional this holiday season. And also don't forget to get yourself some, to intentionally get yourself some knuckle lights so you can see and be seen out there on the road, not only through the holidays, but through every, every part of the year, because you know, cars, cars win year round. If they uh, have a, a human, car interaction. The car always wins. So have those knuckle lights. Make sure the drivers can see you. Make sure you can see any any random sticks or potholes or black ice patches or things like that on the road so you can be safe that way as well. But thank you once again to Knuckle Lights. Knucklelights.com is the link there. And until next time, y'all, please be well, be safe, have a great holiday season. Um, although hopefully I'll talk to you again before, before the year is over. But if not, have a great end of 2019 and uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>